The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Ash Holes Podcast, and today we're talking about cigar events. So, what kind of events are there, and what do people actually like going to? What do they like going to, as opposed to us just, uh, just wing- winging yeah. it? Yeah. We're, we're talking about some crazy events. We'll leave, <laughs> leave quiet right now. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say I know one event people don't want to go to. Breck- Brenner? Rios. <laughs> no, well, Br- Brenner at Which, least. Which, by the way, was great. I mean, I love a Brenner. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Brenner at least happened. What about the Feast of the Seven Fishes? Oh, the Seven Fishes. Uh, Tune in this. Saturday, <laughs> we got to follow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like as an event, here, right? it didn't happen. It didn't because happen because people didn't understand it. I don't think people want to eat seven kinds of fish, and they do it all the time. Fish and, and cigars, and the Italian know. things. That's what happens. Uh, well, I never took to it, but that's yeah, yeah. Feast of the Seven Fishes. Yeah. So, but it only happens once a year. You worry about things that happen once a year, like Thanksgiving. How good is turkey, really, if not we only really enough. eat it once a year, right? It's no. not and, that and good. It's, yeah, and it's multiple days in that same week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, and I think that's part of the problem, too. You get sick of it after yeah. eating it four days in a row. And what, none of you eat turkey sandwiches or subs? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the best and, part. And, and, throughout the year, though? No? It's, not, I mean, it's yeah. not a big thing. Yeah. Just you don't not see like McDonald's roast serving turkey, right? No, no. But to bring it back to events, I think that's a key for an event. You want something that seems different. What I think is, you know how you, you, you make an event an event? By lighting up a cigar. Ooh, <laughs> do a regular daily thing that you're at. So you light uh, a cigar, it turns into an are event. Are we going to make this show an event Let's right make now? it an event right now. <laughs> and what are we going to light? We're lighting today the West Tampa Black. And as you probably know, it's in my regular rotation at this point. So I took a cold draw, and I would like to say pumpernickel bread. Mm. Cold draw pumpernickel bread mm. before light, even lighting it up. Buttered pumpernickel bread. Mm. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Give yourself yeah, a bell. That's solid, yeah. I'll agree uh, with that. This cigar is manufactured in Nicaragua. We are smoking the Robusto, which is a standard 5x50. The wrapper is a dark Habano. The binder is Ometempe Habano. And filler of Condega Viso and Esteli Lajero. That's it's pretty quite detailed. a mixture <laughs> of stuff, isn't it? There it is. Do you have the price there? I don't I have do. $9.19 each, one sixty one ninety nine for a box of 20 And so a new year is coming. Buy by the box because you save over a dollar per cigar. Right. Mm. Think about doing that all year long and how much you'll end up saving. And it's funny just from a psychological an $8 one sounds like a better bargain. Of course. Nine. Yeah. Of course. Know? Well, in, indeed it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, we should, we did our cold draw already, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. And I'm going to wait till after you guys light up because. Well, you know what? I forgot my lighter. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I'm going to let you go first while I read this. All right. It's time to light our cigars, brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land, a company founded on quality, tradition, 
and excellence. Pull out my tools. <laughs> One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. And see, that was a critical thing that just happened there. Dave lit his cigar. He did not hand me this red-hot lighter. <laughs> yeah. He placed it on the table so yes. I could pick it up. Or else you touch the top and burn your hand. I left the <laughs> lid open, yep. and mm-hmm. I didn't draw on my cigar until after. Let's see. Well, that pumpernickel bread is gone. Yeah. You get a little bit of spice on that initial draw, and actually quite a bit of sweetness. Yeah, yeah, a lot of sweetness. Pretty uh, smooth on the retro, too, mm. even on that first draw. This cigar is hot. Yeah. Um, just came out this year, and um, it comes in a white version and a black version. This right. is the black version. The black version, by far, is outselling the white version, which is normally not the case. The lighter cigar outsells the... Docker right. cigar. I believe they're the same blend with just the wrapper being different. Is that what Rick told us? I think I, so. I think so. Uh, Strength-wise, I mean that just that first draw feels like a six. Seven. Uh, at least, right? Right. <laughs> I look right at you when I say that. I'm like, are we yeah. agreeing on this? I, I think you're going to find that uh, it settles into about. A five point seven. Mm-hmm. Almost got like a dark chocolate <laughs> off the first draw. Yeah, like that, I'm that sweetened, but yeah, no, the with the with that sharpness, where it's yeah. like the eighty percent cacao. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Look at you smoking again. You took a couple cacao. weeks off. Yeah, I took way longer than a couple weeks yeah. off. Yeah, mm. yeah. The other day I jumped back in. I was like, all right, I think, I think I'm back. Yeah. All right. So today we are talking about cigar events. Uh, event planning uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We we plan our events actually right now. Yeah, you've got a calendar Mm -hmm. of the year. Yes. So we start doing it now and looking at it. Tom Troy is here from the Aruba Cigar Company, Mm. and uh, he popped in on the show Saturday. Here he is again Tuesday. And the last question he just asked me before we got into the show was, what kind of event should I do for Christmas? (laughs) And, well, Christmas 2023 or 2022? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because 2023 is what I'm looking at, uh, looking ahead. Uh, But... um, Marketing through events and promotions is important. I've been doing it always in every business that I've owned. Uh, it's a big thing to do is to plan the events out. A poorly planned event is usually a poor event. Mm-hmm. So planning is very, very important to do. I even wrote a book on it. <laughs> if you're a cigar retailer of any kind, buy it. It's called David versus Goliath, how to compete and beat the online giant. How do you do that? You do it with what they can't do, which is in-store events. Mm. So as we plan, we look for successful events um, and to do um, versus non-successful events. We want to do successful events. So there's the plan. We're going to do events. We want to do successful events, not unsuccessful events. It seems so simple to say that, but you actually have to plan for success. Don't set yourself up for failure that it can't end up happening. And then when you, as you start building a calendar and doing it, next year's calendar gets very easy because you're going to do more of what worked and less of what didn't work. And some of those stuff that, why I didn't say eliminate what doesn't work, some of the stuff that doesn't work, you 
saw that it had potential, mm. and you just need to tweak it to make it successful. So not necessarily give up on it. So yeah. in-store events there are, and there are on-location events. Mm. So two guys smoke shop come to the store, and this is what's going on. Or let's all go to this function hall, and two guys smoke shop's having our anniversary party, mm-hmm. or whatever we're going to do. Mm-hmm. There's pros and cons on each of them. One of the, the cons is, does the customer want to go elsewhere? They mm. used to come into your store. You know they must live by, or this is on their route to or from somewhere. Right. And now you're so taking them somewhere else. No matter which direction you're going in for your event, somebody has to travel further. Mm. Got it away. Don't want to go. Mm-hmm. It's different hours than I'm usually used to going to the store. Lots of negative stuff that happen. The positive thing is you can create a nice experience, and especially when it comes to cigar business, you can break bread with these people. Uh, and I really mean that. Have sit down and have dinner with them, and it becomes mm-hmm. a different um, social aspect that happens away from business. Absolutely. Right? And, and you become different with that mm-hmm. with that client mm-hmm. or customer. You know, the problem with bad events, especially if you're just starting out, you don't want to start with a bad one. No. Because then no. people are not going to want to go to the next one, even if Correct. it's a great event. Even if you lose money, you are setting precedence up mm-hmm. to say, this is I want to go to this guy's event. Or you're, you're concentrating on so much of making money at the event. And that's not necessarily what you're trying to accomplish. You can eventually get to that right. point, but you, if you're breaking even and you create an event, an it's experience, it becomes a big win. Yep. Even if you lose, it's part of your advertising budget. People would say to me of our big anniversary party we do, how do you make any money at it? <laughs> Make any money? I mean, I've lost <laughs> as much as fifty-five thousand doing one of the events, <laughs> yeah. and then one time I actually doing the math at the end of the night, going through it all. I go, "Oh my God, I broke even." We're talking about spending in excess of a couple hundred thousand dollars, right. and at the end, I broke even. I go, "Wow, this cost me nothing." <laughs> this big event that happened that everybody mm-hmm. said was the most unbelievable thing actually cost me nothing. Well, that means I got all you that advertising. Probably didn't account for all the time it took to put yeah, on the event. Got that which, too, yeah. Especially yeah. for something that big, it's a lot of your time oh, and sure. employee time. Sure. Um, single brand or multi-brand or one manufacturer versus multi-vendors. So that means come in the store, buy brand X, buy a, a uh, West Tampa cigar, and get a lighter and a cutter or something, get a hat, get a shirt, whatever it is, and meet the owner, Rick Rodriguez. Ver- that's a uh, single brand versus come to the store and meet Rodriguez. He owns West Tampa, and he has a new brand, uh, Attic Series. Attic yeah, Series, exactly. which you just smoked earlier today. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and there's promotions on both brands, mm-hmm. multi-brand versus uh, that's with one manufacturer or a multi-manufacturer where there is um, this manufacturer that has, say, light cigars from Dominican Republic and this brand who has dark and heavier cigars from Nicaragua. Yeah, but do you find the manufacturers are reluctant to do multi-vendor? The, the key of the manufacturer, the key person, yeah. a broker would not mind. A no. broker or a sales rep would do it. Sure. But, you know, if you got the key player, Rick Rodriguez is there and Nick Perdomo was there. Probably not. Yeah. That they, they, 
yeah, you know, this is conflict of interest. That <laughs> yeah. I, I feel funny. Mm-hmm. Even the person that would outsell the other person would feel funny. It would be yeah. uncomfortable. Situation. I mean, you see it at some of the the bigger festivals and yeah, things. A whole be, bunch of them. But that's an easier thing. It's not like Rick and Rick and Nick, right? <laughs> you know, just competing there. <laughs> yes. every manufacturer. Yeah. Then it becomes a competition, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 these people that are in the cigar business are very competitive people. Mm-hmm. Looks like everybody's family and stuff, but there's a lot of competition <laughs> going on there, folks. Uh, education versus fun, and uh, mm. it can be both. But do you bring somebody in for cigar school? Or do you bring them in for uh, Winston Churchill's birthday party? And we're going to teach you all about Winston Churchill and um, his brands. It's interesting because some people are just event people. Whatever you're putting on, they're coming. We're looking for a night out. Mm -hmm. Right. Other people don't necessarily need to meet the manufacturer. They'd rather, okay, it's fine. We'll go to the Winston Churchill and have dinner. Yeah. They want dinner and a cigar and just talk to people. Right. So I think there are very different type of events that appeal to different consumers. Yeah. So uh, an experience, do you want an experience where uh, Night in San Diego, did you ever go to that? No. So that was for Dominicana put it on, and they actually take you visually through a a big screen TV through Santiago, Dominican Republic, and then they show you all the rolling facility, and we eat Dominican food, and it's an overall uh, nice experience that ends up happening. Did they have that at their booth one year, or? No. Maybe. Maybe that's yeah. where it came from. I think John Connie uh, invented it, huh. actually. Um, versus a gift with purchase. Do you want to be the guy that comes in the store and, oh, you buy our box of Fluid Dominicana and get you get this? Yeah. Or do you would rather come and have a night in Santiago and see how they do everything and there's no gift with purchase, but... Hmm. And there is that consumer... That will buy anything if there's a gift with purchase. They don't even think about, well, I like this. Will yeah. I not like it? It's, wait, I get a free thing? Yes. I'll buy it. Yeah. It's free. <laughs> it's free is free. for me. Yeah. I've heard it out of, the, out of their mouths. Um, gift with purchase, instant gratification, versus a chance to win something really good. The gamblers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so buy a box of cigars and you're going to get this, um, whatever it is versus um, a prize worth 100 times that mm-hmm. value of that, but you have a one in 100 shot of winning it. Whoever comes in and buys this mm-hmm. thing, you get a chance of winning the prize after. I want to win the big prize. You want to win the big because you don't want the other stuff anyway. I, I mean, a, a free lighter or cutter, I, I have so many already. <laughs> one, more, it, one, one more lighter to lose. Yeah, it's no. not an incentive for me in any way. So the... The gambling thing, which I don't think you're a gambling I'm man. not a gambler, but given those two choices. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? No, not really a gambler. Very practical. You, you want you want the thing? <laughs> I mean, I, stuff, you know, whatever. <laughs> and Chrissy, what do you say? I'm gambling. I'm really? A, I'm a I'm telling you, and, and I've tested this for years and years. People Instant want free gratification, stuff. Yeah. 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 Of a chance to win, they think maybe it's rigged. What's my chances? I never win anything. I won't win. Yeah, I won't win anyway. Yeah. Let me take this piece of crap I didn't want. Yeah, <laughs> because I get it now. 
No right? offense to any that you've done. Yeah. <laughs> saying, like, I'm more saying it generally the big prize could be something much bigger, much it's, better. It's a, it's a hundred times and bigger. And I walked in not getting, I wasn't that, the free instant thing wasn't on my shopping list anyway, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'll take a chance at the big thing. All right. Um, gift with purchase cutter, lighter, hat, shirt, sign, cigars. Something cool. See the, see the briefcase from Davidoff that they no. gave out? It was with nice. the Winston Churchill. People wanted that briefcase. <laughs> it was a briefcase. There was an ashtray in it and a slot to fit three cigars where you take the ashtray out and you could have a 10-count so travel humidor. Little, little briefcase. Nice. Leatherish, whatever they call that, fake leather. Uh, but pretty cool. People actually wanted the thing. Mm. One year they did um, an hourglass. I'm like, who the hell wants an hourglass? They wanted it. We're talking a $500 box of cigars, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And people would do it and got, got the For an time. Practically useless. You know, whether they're saying was at the time, time well spent or yeah. whatever. Um, uh, what do you want? What, you know you don't want a crappy cutter, a lighter, a hat? or would it, You'd rather I, have the hat? I want what you don't want to give me. <laughs> Free cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I don't need any of the other stuff. Yeah. It's like the kids right. so buy it. <laughs> that, that would work as an incentive. You don't because you've been me. smoking cigars for years and you've got enough of that. Right. But how about the new guy that hits say? I think they'd be perfectly happy with that. So, you know, I think the real point is different types of events interest different types of people. Mm. Except for those people that want to go to everyone. Tom Troy's listening to this very carefully. He's on the edge of his seat because he's learning something here. I don't know if we have the answer, but we have the questions for sure. Um, ticketed event versus come if you want. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Hey, this is going to go on. Come on in. First come, first serve or whatever. Or here's a ticket. You definitely got a seat. I, I go to both, you know, depending on the Come in for the event. That's usually a manufacturer. Yeah. So if it's somebody I'm interested in chatting with, I'll stop by that. Yeah. Ticketed events, I, I somewhat prefer. You prefer. Yeah. It feels a little bit more exclusive. Yeah. Right? Right. Plus, you know, you got a, you got the seat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You happen to. As a retailer, I love it because I know we got 50 people coming. You can plan out accordingly, as opposed to uh, come as you will. Now, you bought food, you bought other things for it, you got to throw a whole bunch out or you don't have enough. Mm. Very, very hard as mm. come if you want as opposed to a ticket. You bought a ticket. I've made ticket prices very, very low on certain things. I've tested everything. And you make a ticket price $20 or under. People are buying the tickets, and a, a lot of them aren't going to show up. Yeah. Mm. You make the ticket $40 or above you're almost going to reach 100% of the people. Hmm. They're not going to throw it out. So yeah. if you want them to definitely show up, give them more stuff that comes with your ticket, and you're actually locking them in to say, hmm. you know, say you're going to give one cigar at $20 plus whatever you're going to get. Give them two cigars and make the ticket over 40 just so you know they end up showing up if that's what you're trying to What's accomplish. What's the price point where people start to say that's too expensive? <laughs> uh 75 above 75 over 60 dollars becomes a different over 60 becomes a different play over 100 is certainly a different one over that for a single day yeah like and the the point is you always have to deliver more value than they expected whatever price level you're because you're going to sell the next ticket yep Mm. so you have to keep in mind and if you can be good enough to have projected your next event the audience is right there 
And the I tickets are on sale now next event, for yeah. the next event. Mm-hmm. You could fill it up, and the thing revolves as it goes, as opposed to next week we'll put the tickets on sale. What? They're right here. <laughs> These are people who buy tickets to cigar events. Right. What's better than that? Mm. Um, cigar celebrities. Who draws them in? Back in the day, any cigar celebrity, and a cigar celebrity is a celebrity who's in the cigar business, in the cigar world, that you would bring on the owner of any cigar brand, and people would churn out to go meet this guy. Nowadays, not, not so much. The guy's got to have some juice. Who's got the juice? Certainly... Um, Nick Perdomo, for mm-hmm. instance. Yep. He's got the juice. Rocky Patel has oh, the yep. juice. I would imagine Carlito Fuente has juice. I don't know because we've never had him in a store <laughs> in 37 years. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Carlito, um, George Padron. Yeah, if he felt like doing events, he could draw. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then everybody else, I think, pretty much has to work for it, right? Yep. Nowadays... Yeah, I mean, I think in a particular store or area, Saka will draw. Yep. And he's, he's saying in a particular area because he, he was born and brought up around here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows him, and, and he's not a big deal. He's mm. a big deal everywhere else he goes, <laughs> but here it's, hey, Steve, I, you know, because he used to hang out here. Right. Um, timing. Weekends versus after hours versus during the day. Weekends or in the weekday, after hours, or during the day? After hours is the winner. It just, it eliminates more conflicts for people, mm. right? If it's a weekend. Well, now you, would, you would assume it's a ticketed event. Yes. So that would be it if it's a ticketed event. But weekend then for non-ticketed drop-in events. I mean, that's when you get a lot of your traffic anyway, right? Certainly not during a weekday in the middle of the day. Who no. can come? <laughs> your, your regulars that hang out, baby, but that's about it. Um, and the regulars that hang out, I think, get the event fatigue. They stop even noticing <laughs> that there's an event <laughs> yeah, in the store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, grand events, big smoke, anniversary parties um, versus a cut and light. Come on by, so-and-so's here. Try his new cigar. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you want to go to the big thing? I mean, yeah. Or you want to go to the little thing? If you're going out of your way, you've got to go for the big thing. Go, go big or go home? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I, I got some of it. We'll get to some more later on, but uh, let's, let's take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll do our mailbox, uh, top five, and delightful news. Only great leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salif different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salif. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. 
Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars, each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth, flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael. It outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what do you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We are smoking the West Tampa Black. And if you don't follow us on the social medias already, check us out on Facebook, on YouTube. We're also on Odyssey and anywhere you can find us on Google. Yes. <laughs> Just subscribe yeah. to it all. We're smoking the West Tampa. What do you, what do you, you, this, this is a contender for the Cigar of the Year yeah. this year. Yeah. It's, I, it belongs there. It belongs as a container. I get a, a roasted coffee flavor, mm. something like a, a dark roast espresso. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it performs well. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Get a little bit of walnut. It keeps lit. Or, I haven't. I, I don't have a lighter, so I'm staying lit without <laughs> a problem. Are we going to talk about the band at all? The band. Uh, it's not the hardest band, but it's... You, you should try the new band on, on the new uh, attic one. It's huge. I, th- I think they should try to save a little money on glue. They use a lot of it. Yeah, it, it kind of tears. But this band, you know, doesn't damage the cigar at all. It's just 
not particularly easy. That this one was a good one to get that much yeah. off at but once. The design is very nice. <laughs> I'll give them that. I like it, and it looks it, great. It was meant to be designed to look sort of like currency with yes. that pattern. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Did Did he say that? I think he did. Oh, all right. Hey, I laughed out loud. I'm looking at the chat box. <laughs> yeah. And jo Joe said uh, he once paid $250 to go to an event five hours away and left with a golf ball and a towel. <laughs> wow. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Sounds very familiar. And that was, uh, absolutely, that That's was so our great. anniversary. I, I said, to be fair, I don't remember, was it 17 cigars last yeah, year? Yeah, something, something in that it's range. A, so. It's a lot of cigars, yeah. So <laughs> you the, get more than that. The 250 ticket, you almost get back in cigars. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, though. That's, that's, that's funny. I, and I thought of... Uh, putting on the towel you know i i put the name of the cigar companies but before i did that i was <laughs> yeah. messing around with ideas and i was going to say i went to two guys anniversary party and all oh. i got was this towel <laughs> it was like a crying towel yeah yeah <laughs> uh but i ended up putting uh, all the manufacturers yeah. on instead but <laughs> so isn't funny. that interesting um reps on hand when you go to you go in the store there's there's the representative of the company on hand versus the, sa the same deal whatever promotion they're running the principal or manufacturer of the company um, versus nobody at all. Here's the deal. It's on the table. And what do you want? Uh, I mean, is I'd it like the principal primary. Yeah. But I could go either way. It depends on how knowledgeable the rep is about the product. Okay. If they can really walk me through the product in a way that's helpful. Yeah. Then that's a win. What do you want? You walk in, the guy's there, here's my promotion that I'm running, and now you want to, you want the breakup of what's the, what's the blend? The, what's the, the rep should be asking you, you know, what your strength profile uh -huh. is and then be able to show you what product in their line and tell you a little bit about it or ask you what do you normally smoke and okay. show you something from the company that would but be. But also the person working in the store could do that. Is they the, could do the that. the rep needed at that point or could a little table tent with the, you know, mild, medium, full. It, if it's a good rep, they know more about the product than somebody in the store does. It should be. Yeah, should absolutely. be. Yep. But I, and that's why I keep qualifying it. It's not always my experience. Right, right. In a perfect world. Um, so some consistent stuff that works year after year. Uh, and it's fun for us at Two Guys that we do. And as I said, I take an event. And if it works, I do what the shampoo companies do. I rinse and repeat. Why would I not, right? Mm -hmm. It worked, and people liked it, and it was successful. No. Let me keep doing it. Here's an event I liked, and it went away, so I need to understand okay. why. Turkey bowling. Mm. I loved turkey bowling. All right, turkey bowling happened in the Seabrook store, <laughs> and I had taken over that location, and it had slowed down dramatically, and I wanted us to be talked about um, for a long time. And what you do is spend $100 or more, or buy a box of cigars or however it went, and you'd get a frozen turkey, and you'd bowl it across the floor, and there'd be a pin. And you knock the pin down, and we give you a frozen turkey, a different frozen turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have baskets up. Now, how long did the frozen turkey work as a bowling ball? Did it eventually thaw too much? Or? You'd use it for about two or three hours, <laughs> and then you'd put it back in the freezer and take a 
different ones. So you'd yeah. rotate two frozen turkeys that you would later throw away. Or it's, because it's they, tenderized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's or, what you want. Well, yeah, <laughs> bones are broke. You know, yeah. who knows what's no. happening with that. What, what was the uh, chicken bingo? I was, was about it? to ask. I oh, had chicken rumors poop. of chicken bingo. I would have loved to chicken be a part of that. Chicken poop party. That was, the that was a one and done. It was uh, <laughs> asylum, right? Too messy. <laughs> uh, it, it was something to pull off. It but was before this. It, like, it was pulling teeth, I'll tell you, to get people to go to it. <laughs> right. And then when they did, they had the time of their life. But it was like, oh, my God, they just won't bite for this. Yeah. Uh, we had a fried chicken dinner, and we had <laughs> oh, a chicken in a, in a um, cage. And at the end, after we ate dinner, we took the chicken from the cage and put them in a pen that was built uh, on the floor, all numbered, and everybody had a number. And you put the, the chicken in there, and you wait for him to go poop. Yep. And whatever number he pooped on, the person would win the prize. And uh, somebody actually even took the chicken. <laughs> really? So uh, that, that was a one and done. It's memorable. But absolutely, it, it's a good one and done. And the turkey bowling was great, too. Don't get me wrong. But we probably ran it for about 10 years. Yeah. And we it ran, ran out, its course. Ran its course. The meatball, uh, we're on the fifth I believe, or fifth one, I think. It could be. Yeah, fifth. Um, And by the way, that is January 26th, and we have some tickets left, but that's where five people make meatballs, and you taste all five meatballs along with a little spaghetti dinner that goes along with it, and um, we have other people making the meatballs, so it's not heavy lifting for us. And one person wins and gets a name on the trophy, and that's how simple that is. And I think, I mean, having some competition within an event makes yes. a difference. I mean, that's part of the and thrill it's laughs. of the they yeah, laughs, laughs and, and the anniversary party, part of the and fun why, of it. And why do we have it on January 26th? Because it's cold and it's winter, <laughs> and you know, nobody's gonna, got anything to yeah, do. So they do that. Uh, Dos Ombre Day, where we have a brand called Dos Ombre, February 2nd is 2-2, and we run a promotion on it, and we created a day based around it, and that is February 2nd. March Madness, Mm. we dump all inventory before we have to pay our taxes. Anything that's a slow mover is discounted really low. If you're a retailer and you're a collector that you save cigars that don't sell for years and years and years. It's bad for business. It's bad business, man. Mm. Get rid of it, lose money on it, and make room for things that can make money. All right. We've got uh, emails to get to. All right. We're running out of time. Uh, First is from uh, Lauren James. He said, hello, and thank you for all the info I get from you folks. I listen to your podcast while walking here in Phoenix, Arizona. The amount of information I get is crazy. I love cigars, three to seven a day. Usually with black coffee or espresso, I like to hear you discuss the flavors. I know uh, I now do a cold draw and smell the foot and head before I light, and I'm doing past shows now. Love the humidor show, and love mm. the cigar authority. Also, keep smoking. Three to seven a day. Three to seven. It's, wow, it's, it's, it's pretty good for too. a newbie. Pretty yeah. <laughs> damn good. Pretty damn good. I want you as a customer. Ed <laughs> yeah. Sullivan, you about eight. I, I'm at that now and today. Yeah, we, we got, got more couple, to do. Yeah, we got a couple of smoke later. So. Uh, and this one's kind of a follow-up from a previous email, uh, different person. This was Owen Logue. He says, uh, following up on recent topics of the non-likelihood of having an Ashfield podcast <laughs> care package, I got an idea for a unique seasonal package promotion that would be less of the commitment of a care package. 
but blah, 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 blah. Basically, he wants to do a cigar advent calendar where oh. there's 25 unknown cigars and the bar would have to open a new cigar each day for the month of December. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah. Oliva <laughs> makes one. Tatuaje makes one. Some retailers, retailers make, have done them. Yeah. Um, and from what I see... They're uh, usually available on sale after the holidays. Right. <laughs> That's the unfortunate yep. thing. Of you, you got a small window to be able to sell that in. They, they be, being 25 cigars. It's expensive. It's expensive. You're yeah. talking a $300 item. It's expensive for them to make the packaging up for it and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah. Let's leave it for uh, the kids in their little chocolates. Really, right? you have to start selling that in November. Yeah. Because they got to start smoking yeah. December 1st. Is that marketing to children, by the way? Just. Well, I think, I don't know. Oh, good question. I don't so, know. Just to think about something but like it's that. It's a tricky one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <In the beginning. laughs> sure. uh, I have uh, a Dave's Weekly Six Pack this week. Oh, boy. And it is something, another thing that we do every year is 12 days of Christmas starting mm. December 1st. Mm-hmm. We send an email out every single day. And we're not the people that send you emails out every single day. We usually once a week, if we do it once a week, except for the 12 days of Christmas, each one is one item that's on there that's for sale. And the one that's happening this uh, today is the Aladino Cigar Bar. Uh, this is uh, twoguyscigars.com, the 12 Days of Christmas. Today, Tuesday, um, it is um, by an Aladino Cigar Bar, which was a limited release that is no yep. longer available. Um, so buy two of them and it equals six cigars, right? Um, two times three. Six. Eight. Okay, you're right. <laughs> So twenty nine ninety nine for three, so it's fifty nine ninety eight. Gives you two bars, and you can find it on the website right now. If um, if you do not subscribe to the two guys' emails, do it right now also because there's six more whole days. Yeah. So you're going to find unbelievable deals uh, to do that. That being said, let's get to the top five. Top five. Brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. Today's top five is the top five best video games of all time. And I saw the list that I was given, and I said, that's not right. (laughs) And so I went over to to IGN to see what they said was the top five. you crossed everything out. crossed everything out because Ah. it it wasn't right. IGN should be a decent source. Yeah, they do reviews. So I'm going with Donkey Kong or Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. Not quite. Uh, (laughs) Number five is Super Metroid. And so these are older games. So they, it fits the all-time. Uh, number four is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I've heard of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is, sorry, number three is Portal 2, which I have not played. Uh, I have. It's number two is Super Mario World. So another mm-hmm. old 90s game. Super Mario Brothers from the 70s, 80s. Well, yeah, Mario World was uh, early 90s. Right. And the number one is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is right. more recent, a few years ago. Hmm. So there's two Legends of Zelda. Yes. Who I is mean, Zelda and what is she doing here on that list? <laughs> she's, well, she's getting captured a lot. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, she's yeah. the princess that gets captured generally and then Link the top is, of Donkey Link Kong is, no yeah well, no that was Princess Peach no that's Princess Peach so that that's Princess Mario Peach and Mario was saving the precursor her precursor to well, Mario well look yeah. at you oh yeah. I'm a video game girl alright <laughs> so 
then Zelda gets captured, do we have to free Zelda? I mean, yes. only in some of the early the, games. The main character so. is actually called Link. That's yes. the, the guy in the green with the sword. With yeah. the, it looks like a little elf kind like of thing. Like Smash Pot, he, abused chicken. He's the character you play. And you well, go you know who Lancelot Link was? <laughs> Lancelot Link. That sounds, isn't that a cartoon character? No, he, no? Was a, oh. he was a secret chimp. It was actually ah. a chimp. They put bubble gum in his mouth, and he would chew, oh. and they would add oh. words to it. Yeah, kind of like Mr. Ed. Banana yeah. splits, yeah. right? Where they would have Lancelot Link. Not Banana Splits. Lancelot Link. Oh, was it on that, like a I little think, segment of I it? I think it was. Because uh. they, they were not long, not full length. And well, correct. Yeah, they'd give chimpanzees bubble gum so that their yeah. mouths would move. Oh, yes. <laughs> I yeah. Right. Red Rose Tea did that, too. <laughs> did they? Ch- chimpanzees are funny. They're, <laughs> they're actually delightful. Mm. Ooh. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. How delightful. All right, we're going to have to see if we got something delightful Let's today. see. Is anybody dead? I see old people. It's not kittens. <laughs> uh, I see it's not old looking people. good. <laughs> the young people have delightful news. I ever. see old no, people. No, <laughs> um, childhood best friends who lost touch reunited 60 years later. Uh, another one of these, huh? Is well, that yeah. touching? Get these a lot. On some chat box or the computer <laughs> thing or whatever? Get to that. On life support. Two childhood best friends who were joined at the hip as kids were reunited over half a century later when they least expected it. Irene Gresty and Janet Henderson were neighbors in the 1940s growing up in Linlithgow, West Lothian, England. But they lost touch over the years, as happens. Irene got married. She traveled around with some Navy dude and lived (laughs) in Singapore. She wanted to retire closer to her family, so she lived back. Now 80 years old, the pair ran into each other at an event organized at the Beald Senior Home. So they met in the old folks' home. All right. They're They're ready to... (laughs) <laughs> Call it quits, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know how much longer this relationship right. will continue for. Give you an over under. <laughs> the two women vowed to never let it go that long again. The two women. <laughs> the two I, mean, women I can guarantee two, they will not. Oh, I thought it was a, a man. <laughs> no, it was Irene and Janet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to let it go that long again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. When you're right, you're right. 140 years <laughs> <Keep> old. <right. laughs> they have many fond memories. It's lovely for the two ladies to reunite, and it just shows you never know when you'll bump into an old friend again. I mean, they're lucky they have members of that age. It's just delightful. (laughs) It's delightful. All right. You got any old friends? Old, old, like your oldest friend you grew up with that's still your friend? I'm having lunch tomorrow with uh, best man from my wedding, so that'll be... uh, Yeah, but you're talking you were in your 20s anyway, right? No. No, like 14... Oh, yeah, so that's a, that's a good amount of time. What is it? It's about 100 years. I was years about ago, 14, right? <laughs> so maybe 45 years. Not when you? he got married. You, yeah. I see oh, I was saying, did that man at your wedding at 14? Yeah, but that's oh, not one that yeah. okay. we've been friends <laughs> for 14. 45 years. All right. Years. All right. Yeah. 45 is a good, good yeah. one. Yeah, I got friends at, at, as, as early teens. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you haven't hit any 50-year friends yet, though. No, not yet. Not yet. I have 
Well, yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. I, right. can, I can think of two wow. of them. Oh, two or three of them. All right. You win. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so everything's a I'm competition. I'm getting close to 40-year-old customers. So. <laughs> yeah. Man. I believe yeah. that. 40-year-old customers. 30, 37-year-old customers. Yes, I have 37-year-old customers. Huh. Yeah, they're well, not thirty-seven years old. No, no. Well, no. I'm old sure you're customers. That are they're usually older than me because <laughs> they. I was right. a twenty-five-year-old starting with cigars. So how crazy is that? All right. Who do we have on the cigar authority this week? We have um, Michael Capellini. Michael Capellini, Toscano. Oh yeah, yeah. Feast of the Seven Fishes. <laughs> really? <laughs> we're going to be feasting. We're going to feast. Ugh. Even though it's not an event, we're going to turn it into. Can a we event. not have octopus? Well, you're going to see what we're going to have. Oh, gonna oh you're going to see. All this right. is going to be fun. Oh, uh, but next week here, what do we have next week? Well, no Ed Sullivan. But, uh, no Ed Sullivan. Uh, First, are we, we going to rate the cigar? cigar? Yeah, I mean. but no Ed Sullivan next week. Oh, well, yeah. maybe. maybe. Oh, you might jump on. Yeah. from we'll Miami. See. Get him on the Zoom. You're doing, you're, doing a, you're doing a cigar thing live from Miami. All right, this is a contender for the cigar of the year. It is. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll tie with you, 91. Uh, you will not tie with me. No. I gave it a 93. 93. Oh. never two away from Once each again, other. Aaron is correct. Two, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. You're yep. on the outs, Dave. Wow, I'm all by myself yeah. with, the, with, with <laughs> oh, no. lower oh. flavor, strengths, and the whole bit. You're full of weakness. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, so it's a no, Check it out. We're going to, uh, we plan on, um, the most asked questions in the cigar store next week. Mm. But uh, if Ed comes on, we may turn it into uh, at the last minute of what's going on in Miami and who would you see and what you do. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Oh, that's fun for my organizational skills. Yes. (laughs) You just never know. I can be very spontaneous. I just need 30 minutes for it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We should know by then, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, until then, you're both listening to the Ashholes broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Selm. We will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.